Hello, this is Temper, and this is what happened on previous episodes of Bad Role Models. So you open the portal that goes back to where you were before you had opened that previous portal. Yes, I realize it looks indecisive, but the world is a complicated <laughs> place. That's why there's Pepsi and I have Pepsi, Game Master. <laughs> a rather sad visage of two superheroes just kind of standing around, and then a superhero who appears to be trying to wrestle a robot and just kind of, <laughs> or, or maybe making out with it, it's hard to say, just kind of rolling around. Perhaps it was some hipster who just happened to be robotic. <laughs> My unbridled fury is pushing me to uh, uh, problem solve this bitch. Welcome to Bad Role Models, where we're stuck in the 80s, but in a good way, the role-playing game way. Continuing our mission to play lesser-known RPGs of the 80s in their original first edition form, we are still doing the early 80s superhero classic Villains and Vigilantes. Our team of heroes is still on the island of Dr. Apocalypse, battling robots and missiles and that kind of thing. Right now, we're breaking into this building that might be a control center of some kind. So let's see what happens next. Um, all right, we're starting. I'm just going to say that I have no idea what's going on, but that's normal. All right, everybody. Everybody's ready? Um, I'm ready. Then I will. Well, are you ready, Steve? No, I'm doing the Game Master thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm about to do the oh. Game Master thing. Okay, ready? <clears throat> So, as we begin the story, as we begin the game again, and my voice starts to change, I am no longer your friend. I am the Game Master. Now, are you ready, heroes? Are you ready to face the dangers? of Dr. Apocalypse's island. Are you ready to face the licking hounds of doom? Are you ready <laughs> to save the world from Dr. Apocalypse and his evil space laser, which could do such things as set fires in California? <laughs> it's oh, ready. <laughs> and also control world banking. <laughs> it, it could be a Greek laser since Dr. Apocalypse is apparently Greek, but who knows how lasers identify themselves. They are especially bad at finance. Now, we begin. You, the heroes, burst into the control room of the, of the, of the building that had the cables going to it. And as you enter the control room, you are aware of an almost deafening hum. And in front of you, in front, standing at a long board of dials and switches and blinking lights, uh, three perfectly unique individuals wearing identical coveralls and they look at you 
and point and the one in the middle says well look at that those are those are in intruders <laughs> and then they look at each other and nod and then they look at you and raise one eyebrow <laughs> Do they look like robots, uh, Game Master? They look like perfectly ordinary individuals, unique in and of themselves, much like those robots that you met earlier. Also, mm -hmm. much like many of the humans you've met in your life, but not all. <laughs> I forget where the other... Do the other robots have southern accents? Each one had a unique accent and personality and name. One of them was had a Wisconsin accent. Yes. I believe that was the electrician, wasn't it? Well, one... Yeah, are you sure it was a Wisconsin accent or was it a Minnesota accent? Those two are very different and unique. Or was it a northern Wisconsin accent? I'll have to consult the uh, the records. Yeah. Was his name the electrician, by the way? I thought it was something. I think Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, the electrocutioner, yes, of course. <laughs> yes, the electrocutioner most definitely was not a robot. He was a human being from Wisconsin. Mm, with yeah. the powers of the firebird of the sky. Which part of Wisconsin? I believe it was Manitowoc. Yes, in the Thumb Pit area. Right. That is Michigan. All those people are drunks. Only in the UP. Mm. Well. Only in this game universe. The real uh, Upper Peninsula, of course, is totally different than the aspersions <laughs> I make in the game universe. <laughs> So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, do I hear anything with my, with my, um, with my tele telepathy, telepathy? Your telepathy, which is subtly different from your telepathy, takes <laughs> many forms and it reaches out into the, the telepath point of their brains or the heads. And as you scan looking for surface thoughts and unique identifiers for these unique individuals, you sense nothing. Oh. Mm. Okie dokie. So now we got a, uh, 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 so yeah. Okay. So, um, I, I say to them, and maybe you, you should take the lead on this, Troy, since you're charming. I don't know if robots do <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, yeah. In a robot. I was actually contemplating a power-based solution to this little problem, and I'm going to ask the Game Master something. Yeah. Well, we, we we probably should try to question them, maybe? If not... It could be good. Maybe they could well, give them... We need to know the, the purpose of the building that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Troy, do you want to take the lead? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, fellow workers. How does the evening find you? Well, it uh, could be worse, for sure. 
I'd say uh, it's, a, it's a long day and a long shift, and sometimes I don't really rightly know what good the evening is. I, I wonder, wonder if there's any weather out there at all in this here tropical paradise that we live in. So, working uh, hard and hardly working. Exactly, right? Yeah. I, I, I just, it's a hard day just taking these little knobs and twisting them back and forth, forth and back, and just wiggling them. There's a little switch right here. I gotta, I gotta take it, take my little finger here and just turn it upward. And there's a little red light that goes on. You're clearly highly qualified. Hey, I also have one of those hanging there till Friday posters with the little cat holding on by one paw at my job too. <laughs> yeah, I put that uh, poster up there uh, just to symbolize my inner torment and my desperation of the everyday working man. What does this machine do, by the way? As well, a machine, I'm also very curious about the functions of other machines. Well, uh, I mean, I I can understand how a machine would be interested in other machines for sure. Um, as an individual with whose unique properties, such as myself, I, I of course, uh, don't necessarily think much about machines. But here, let me let me pull back these curtains here in front of the the, the machine console that I've been switching little switches and turning turning knobs back and forth and just open it up for you. I'm that sorry, what's that ugly thing saying to me? <laughs> oh, so that's me. He's, Hello. He's, mine. He's with me. Oh. He's, his concerns and interests are more on the mollusk level. I'm sure you understand. All right, well, as long as uh, he's a friend of yours, I'm sure he's okay. Now, let me, let me just... Here's that red light. What was he saying to me? Troy, can you ask him about the red light? Is it an alarm? I've noticed there a, there's a, a rather prominent flashing red light on the console. Does that indicate some sort of problem? Uh, yes, that's of course a, uh, a uh, sector fault in the circuitry for the the, the gibble gimlets. Uh, and if I take uh, if I take my little pinky finger here and and reach over to the the uh, the exception switch, I can switch that on. It's there's a little cover over this one. I switch the cover up first and then switch the switch underneath it. That's sort of a two-stage switching operation, but I, I've learned how to do it fairly fast. And once I switch that over, red light goes out. I see. Which is un unlike the one over on the other side, where if I switch that on, the red light goes on. Game, ma game Master, what is, what, what is visible through the window now? I'm very glad you asked me that question. So am I. <laughs> The answer is the source of the almost deafening hum that you've been hearing. Possibly the greatest feat of engineering you've ever put your eye on there, Troy. It is three electrical turbines, giant hunks of machinery spinning and generating vast amounts of power. Bingo! Jackpot! Is there any sign of, like, where the power goes? Like, you know, is there a, is there a laser anywhere? What's he saying to me? What, what, what's that? He's just mumbling through his little mouth tentacles. 
<laughs> listen, uh, listen, read my lips. I can't understand. Where does the power go? That he's using. <laughs> Troy, that, can you uh, t- t- handle this? Uh, come is, on. That, is that is that what powers the, the, the laser we've been hearing about? Not that we're interested, but it, as a machine, I'm also curious about other machines and their functions. Well, of course, a, tur- a turbine such as the ones you see, I could have just uh, told you earlier exactly what they were instead of making you look up upon them with your own eyes through the, the drawn curtains or perhaps merely open curtains. I didn't know we were going to find turbines today. Yeah, right. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, and we should probably be prepared to, um, well, you know, be ready if the robots attack or something. No. That's true. That's true. We no. got to get out of this situation. Right now, they're attacking us with uh, boredom. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Troy, would you ask him where the where the uh, where the fuel is housed? This is a fascinating process by which you are powering these turbines. I must say, it's pretty forward-looking and similar to some green technologies I've heard. Maybe in development. Well, at the you highest definitely, uh, you definitely want uh, to have to be forward-looking when it comes to pig effluence, because if you want to look him in the behind, you know what I mean. The view never changes. Yes, I've heard that joke. <laughs> well, that is fascinating. Mm. Would you excuse me for a second? Oh yes, let me. I'll stand over here and just uh, flip this switch on. Of course, we can communicate telepathically with each other. All right, let's do that. It's like if there's a way to interrupt the uh, the uh, sort of slurry coming down into the turbine, that would be yeah. one way to handle yeah. things. I don't know if there's a redundant sort of power system housed under where we are right now. Let's but, ask him. No, I'm joking. No, God. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. How how can we stop a turbine? Really big. Actually, with Blizzard, you know, you have freezing powers. Maybe that could help too. You know? right. Oh yeah. Yeah. We can transmute yes. and freeze it, something like that. Yeah. Let me carry I probably carry you. Well, it's fine. You get it really quick. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, let's do that then, I guess. So uh, Blizzard and I will fly to that tank. We'll be the dipl- uh, uh, Troy and I will be the diplomatic envoy. Bitch, which do you want to stay with um, Troy and I, or do you want to go to the uh, away team to uh, mess up the turbine? We're going to split the party. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Who's the away team? Me and Lizard. Y'all can fly, right? Well, I can probably carry. I have jetpack, I think, now. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can carry somebody. All right. Well, I can't fly, so y'all party. <laughs> <laughs> Without okay. me, I guess. Okay, you can hang with uh, uh, with um, with uh, Troy and I while we're uh, we're um, playing. We're, we're handling the robots. We don't know how we're handling the robots, but we're handling them. Oh man, that sounds kind of boring, almost. So far, it seems like all you have to do is ask them questions. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Lecture from them. I'll try to get them high. I'll see if they smoke. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're being 
successfully diverted. They might actually be calling security on us right now. I know. You know. We, we, they're diverting us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have diverting them. They might be diverting us. We're about to find that out. Anyhow, okay. So, Mollusk Master and Blizzard leave the building, going back out through the the uh, employee locker room and the huge hole blasted in the side of the building by the the fork truck and its tank of propane, which is different than a tank of methane. And meanwhile, Hmm. you fly up into the air. Meanwhile, Katya and Troy and Bitch Witch are standing awkwardly in the control room with the robots. (laughs) <laughs> and the, the most robots, awkward robots uh, in the world raising different oh, eyebrows awkward, remember he's got like a high charisma he's always very smooth no, i'm not about the other robots <laughs> oh yeah so there so game master there are three three robots correct in our immediate line of sight uh, are, are you counting uh, yourself in that uh, no, I mean the people who are running the console. The the people? Are you saying the people are robots that are running the console? No, That's a the other in the room. Are they? Are there three? Are are we now evenly matched? Well, I don't know about evenly matched, but I will say how this. many are there in the room he, right now? He asked the game master. He really didn't want to hear from that. <laughs> I'm not asking Mumbling Joe who's running the- Oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I, thought, you were, I thought you were talking to me. Uh, one moment. I'll, I will stand aside and uh, Joe. let the game master, of course, tell you what exactly is going on. And he, uh, I do like this robot more now that he has a name Mumbling Joe. <laughs> he knows just about everything, and I'm sure that he'll be able to answer your questions, young man. You won't even have to worry about whether or not I'm lying to you or misunderstanding, or even if I don't even have the understanding that I am a robot, which would be a weird thing indeed. All right, I'll let you go now. You you just talk to me when you uh, feel like you want to talk some more. All right. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, Troy. I wasn't paying attention. What were you asking? How, how many other... Uh... There are three of us. Three. There are three. There are three robots three, coming here. There are three vigilantes, including myself, in the control room right now. Correct. Yes. Yes. And uh, as far as, uh, as as far as other pe- other 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 humanoid shapes, how many are there? There are three other humanoid shapes other than... So we are evenly matched at this assuming point. Assuming that you are in humanoid shape. Yes. yes. I am not in machine form, but, but thank you for reminding me. So, yes, there is three and three. Assume... All right. Oh, yes. Oh, wait, we're, are we counting turbines? Yeah, us three and then three and three turbines. That's right. Three and three and three. And also, I did not want to to mention this earlier because it wasn't relevant, but there are three dead cockroaches in the corner. Oh! That is a sign. This is a great episode of Sesame Street. (laughs) (laughs) 
Interesting how there are three of us and three of them. Three is a recurring number in many narrative forms, wouldn't you say? Yes. Judges, three levels of consciousness. A magic number, if you will. Yes. Yes, it's uh, much like uh, the uh, James Campbell story of uh, the hero, uh, or Joseph Campbell. Wait, no, is it David Campbell? I don't even know. It's a Campbell, I think. Bruce <laughs> it's a hero's narrative of three uh, people and three perhaps not people, three turbines and three dead cockroaches finding their inner selves. And <laughs> I find that's one of the things that makes Wichita Lineman such a compelling listen is it's a man at the mercy of and yet in the service of technology. And it's and all, he's it all comes full circle back to Conway Twitty. No, that's quite actually, but yes. Anyway, <laughs> there's, there's three classic country uh, singers, and Conway Twitty is one of them. Making I want our 15 that. individuals in this room. <laughs> now, what's uh, you mean Conway Twitty is one of the people running the console? Well, I'm not as uh, his spirit is here. It's a Twitty Twitty bot. <laughs> now, uh. Is there anything uh, productive, uh, game-wise, that uh, you want to talk about? Hello, darling. Nice. <laughs> it's been a long time. All right. Um, and, uh, perhaps, uh, so we don't have really any idea how this control panel console really works. Other than it seems to be manned by some guys who can flip switches pretty well. I would give well, you a an opportunity to to discover how something works by examining it. All right. So Troy puts his nanobots into the control panel. Do I have to roll for that or um, no? Yes. Why not? Okay. No, no, you don't have to roll. It's uh, it's uh, not it's uh, in it's uh, not moving. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, well, I think that you probably were successful in what you did. You just put a bunch of nanobots into my into my computer terminal no! thing. He can't see nanobots. He well, can barely. I saw you throw a bit, a bit of dust. It was tell me it was Parmesan cheese. <laughs> oh. Silver Parmesan cheese. They are beneath the threshold of visibility. What are you talking about? <laughs> I clearly saw those nanobots. William, Billy, I think we're going to have to teach these intruders a lesson. I tried being a nice to them and show them around. Oh, they just start putting, putting nanobots in my precious, precious stuff. I'm going to put you in the face now there. It's on now. And, then, and as the robot approaches with anger, or did I say a robot? <laughs> as the three unique individuals approach with clear malice in their eyes to take revenge on their Parmesan cheese straddle terminal, we go now. To the other heroes, as they are cruising into the air. So, 
What are you doing now, Mollusk Master and Blizzard? Uh, I think we need to find the optimal spot where we need to sabotage. Yeah. Because we could turn around and help our friends, which we, because we're still in telepathic link. But they probably got this. They probably got it. I'm annoyed by that. You you telepathically sensed that I peed myself a little. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so uh, do we see the tank? Yes, you can see that there is at the edge of the of the facility a a a series of tanks that are covered with a various camouflage netting. Uh, do you want to go there, Mouse Master? Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe if you can transmute something and then I can freeze it, maybe we can like bust some pipes up or something. That could be cool. Yeah, maybe we should expand it. Mm-hmm. So it's all methane or something he was saying? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pig effluence and methane. Some tanks have pig effluence, some have methane. I just happen to know that um, fine particles of coal dust in the right concentration that contact a source of heat can also be explosive with methane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that from the oh, player? I just happen to know that. While you're talking, could I get from both of you a oh. detect danger uh, check? Oh, yes. You can use a d20 for that as well. Which, by the way, I do have my squid sense detect danger. Which I always have to remind you about. I got oh, five. I'm not sure if I have to it because I have the squid sense. Oh, you, you you feel like you don't need to roll when the game master asks you to roll. That's interesting. Well, I mean, it, there's no, I didn't even write anything down for like, danger. Uh, well, why don't you roll anyways? And uh, I got a two. Oh, that's a very nice roll. So as you are hovering in the air above the tanks of perhaps pig effluence and methane. You can hear a high-pitched whine and Mollusk Master's face tentacles stiffen and quiver. They, they stand out and sort of feel around in the ether for the, the, for the, the vibration that accompany all danger that every single Mollusk has that sense, that preternatural sense of danger approaching and if you saw the octopus teacher you would know yeah it's exactly like octopus teacher but without like the weird uh (laughs) freezing yourself thing every day so it's you look over your shoulder slowly with realization because you remember the last time that you were flying over this this space There was a, a several missiles that were shot at you. Oh, oh no. Oh, and no. once again, there is a missile headed straight for you from the direction of the ocean. Oh, jeez. Perfect. They'll blow okay. up the methane. <laughs> yeah, right. Ooh, good point. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. I think I'm going to hover in front of one of the bigger methane tanks. We'll phase at the last second. Let's stand it right in front of the, uh, the propane tanks. And we'll phase I saw a decent right. amount of armor. Oh! <laughs> oh, yeah. You can phase out of the way. Yeah, I can phase you out, too. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so the two of you 
hover in the air next to these highly explosive tanks as the missile screams toward you and as it gets closer the power of its engines splitting the air as it grows closer to you hurtling straight at you with its warhead the two of you hovering there unmoving staring it down take each other's hands and clasp them in solidarity and Nolis Master's hand is wet and damp and then the moment of truth as the missile plunges down out of the sky straight at the two of you and <laughs> Full music, please. Dun, da, dun, da, 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 da. Song. The missile hurdles down and it passes clean through Blizzard in a shimmer and a flash and it strikes the tanks behind you. And let's see. Oh boy. What kind of damage it does. As you touch uh, Mollus Master's hand, I, I, I telepathically sense you throw up in your mouth a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we got a little pee in the pants, a little bark on the mouth. A little vomit. So the, the missile hurdles past you and then beds itself into the nearest tank. And you can see the fins of the missile sticking out and the, and the flame of its boosters stop instantly and you can hear the high-pitched whistle of escaping methane mm. and a moment later you can smell it. You can <coughs> smell pig effluence everywhere purified <laughs> in its most potent form. A little more vomit. <laughs> How much damage does that do? Yeah. <clears throat> You're okay. Old fat damage. Yeah, okay. Oh, it didn't actually go off? Now, we will go... No, uh, you, it's, um, it's still... It's a just a moment. So, we return now to the control room. Where... The robot is throwing a punch. <clears throat> Sorry, um... Uh, Will 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 oh, is uh, throwing a punch at uh, Will Will. Boy. All right, Katya, you're up. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna hit hit him with my power blast in defense of Troy. All right, very well. Um, you need to roll sixteen or below. Awesome. Two. Two. Yes. All right. Uh, roll for damage. 14. Which, um, which uh, one were you aiming at? Were you aiming at Will, 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 or... Uh, the one who's been dancing on Troy. Oh, will, 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 Will. And next up is Bitch Witch. Let's see. Uh, where would be the best place to shoot a robot with a 9mm? In a 
in a joint in the computer part. The, com the computer part where the circuitry is. Well, where is the computer part? That's the question. Troy, do you know? What is what? <laughs> where, where should I shoot? Maybe ask the game master. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna try to shoot him with the gun. All right, you what do I roll? Okay. A D20, you need to be below five. Damn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I rolled an 11. I need to pull out the other dice that roll ones all the time. That's yeah. wrong. Yes, you, you, you need your unlucky dice for this game and then your lucky ones for if you do D&D. &D. What do you do? All right. I'm going to power blast Will, Will, Will. Every, will, Will, Will. Will, Will, Will. <laughs> All right. Uh, you if there is a just creator in this universe, I'll hit him in his mouth, so it won't work anymore. I rolled a four. Ah, so you hit. Uh, now do one d twenty to get your damage. Seventeen. Oh boy. Ooh. Uh, I forget. How, where does your power blast emanate from? Is it like on my wrist? Like a, yes, you 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 raise your your robotic fist into Will's face, and a hatch opens on top of your wrist, and a little gun uh, a gun tube pops up, and you power blast him right in the face. And as luck would have it, all of him blows away except for his mouth. And his mouth still stands there, just sort of hovering in the in air, with like sparks and uh, little bits of, of wire coming off of it, and uh, and you, basically you can see his his disembodied jaw with a speaker lodged in the back, and uh, it sort of looks like a Walkman speaker. It's got a little bit of. Uh, um, Got a little bit of that, uh, that sort of like pink foam around it. And it's probably, yes, his mouth is probably now reciting a recipe on how to make bran muffins or something like that. And, and as, as the, the shattered remains of, of his robot body falls to the ground, you All hear right. Will, 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 and his, his briefly hovering mouth go, Will, is uh, my grandmother used to say if you... If you if you get bran, make bran muffins. That's what that's what life <laughs> gives you bran and make bran muffins and shut shut shut, shut up, Will, please. And it's a matter of putting together bran, but it's a misnomer that the bran muffins are made out of only bran. There's actually a hand? large number of other <laughs> ingredients involved, including flour and oil and eggs <laughs> and sugar. And of course, uh, little blueberries, which uh, make it totally yeah. terrible. And then your grandmother's kiss to bring it all together. <laughs> oh yeah, you see that you just killed Will, Will, Will. Well, it's a, uh, uh, I, I think, uh, I think that's kind of, kind of sad. Uh, and by the way, this is a Minnesota accent. It's not a Wisconsin accent. It's totally different. Okay. Sure. So, sure. Uh, you heard the conversation earlier. So it's, yeah, it's it's uh, totally it's a unique, you know. 
Okay, I'm going to try and uh, punch Troy because he uh, totally was. He's he's been pretty mean to my friends there. So. <laughs> And uh, he takes a swing and completely misses. And then William, William, William Timberduck, he takes a swing as well at Troy and also totally misses. Nice. Now, nice. Bitch Witch, you have your move again. Oh, yeah. How many? Are there still two robots left? There's still two robots left. Uh, Billy Rothenberg uh, looks a little charred, and uh, William Timberduck is as clean and as beautiful as ever you've seen him. Um, I'll shoot at the charred one. You have one in each hand, Charlie and Fat Style? Yeah. Hold on, let me get the cursed tag. Uh, not cursed enough, that was a 17. Hold on, I still have another one then. Three! Three. Yay! Oh, good. I'm so happy for you, April. You finally get to shoot something. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I just feel very Terminator when I get to shoot a robot. Yeah. Uh, I rolled a two. So you shoot Billy Rothberg in the the face, and it peels (laughs) away his cheekbone and part of his eye socket, and you, and he He's turned away by the force of the blast, and then he slowly looks at you, and you can see that there is a single red glowing diode where his eye used to be. And he goes, oh, okay. that kind of hurt there. I don't know why you do that to a nice individual such as myself. All right, so... Oh, sorry, no, no, Troy, he gets another turn. Take a shot at... And, uh, oh, one eye here. Oh, geez. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have been giving you advice. I tell you. <laughs> well, we're going to use your, uh, your, uh, ray, I guess. I'm kind of a one trick pony. It's why I carry all Coca Cola products. 16 or below. Yeah, sure. 10. Uh, right, roll for damage there. I mean, all right. 16. Well, I mean, uh, well, I, I mean, if you want to shoot me, I guess you can. It's that you're just gonna go for me, I guess. Wait, is that what your plan is? Wait. And as he holds up his hands, the disintegration ray hits him full blast. And where once there was a perfectly lovely individual, there is now just a pile of dust shaped like a man that falls down to the ground and blows away all right and his his hands and his wrists just hover for a moment seemingly defying gravity just for a moment before falling limply with the little little wet thuds as his perfectly realistic humanoid hands fall to the ground limp lifeless And the remaining individual in the coveralls. Wait, first of all, good job. Thank you. William William Timberduck. Okay, what's your accent, William Timberduck? William Timberduck, he 
decides then to take his his revenge on Troy, since he's the one uh -oh. that everybody's hiding behind. Right. I'm <coughs> William Timberduck. You killed my friends. Now I'm <laughs> going to have to punch you with my robot hand. What? Uh, sorry, it's it's not a robot hand. It's individual hands. <laughs> Stand still <laughs> while I throw it at you. <laughs> I can't believe I missed. You were just standing there, and I have a feast that's got your name written all over it. Bitch, witch. What do you do? Oh, sorry, uh, Katya. What do you do? Uh, I, I I shoot him with my power blast. All right. Um, sixteen or below. Ten. All right. Roll for damage. Two. <laughs> You call that a power blast. I've had worse power blasts from from strangers before, just in the park, in the park bathroom. I said, give me a power blast, and they give me one like that. He says, I got him in the nipple. <laughs> I just, I just like, it just tweaked him in the nipple. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will, I will give you two dollars. Five dollars, because I appreciate the power blast you gave me. <laughs> William Timberduck is going to take another swing at Troy. And again, he misses. I can't believe I missed again. You're just standing right there. You're just a big... Beautiful lump of robots, and I'm trying to hit you. He's beguiled by Troy. I, I've got, I've got, I've got stars in my eyes looking at you. <laughs> All right, so, so we can have the dog move next, or we could have, we could have. Uh, Troy gone. Oh no, it's uh, yes, we could have Troy gone next. Well, since it's been such a reliable and hot weapon tonight, I think I'm going to have to power blast William Timberduck. Technically, you have a disintegration right now, a power blast. All right. <laughs> tomato, tomato Caribbean. Let's do it. All right, give me give me a, a d20. All right. Yeah, you have to roll underneath a a number I have in my head. <laughs> okay. Do you want to know now or do you want to be surprised? I'd I'd like to know now. <laughs> it's the same as before. You have to do uh was it 16? Yes. All right. Five. Then you hit. Then you do a deep one d twenty for damage. One. Eh. Oh no! What is it about this guy? Burned off his other nipple. You've <laughs> you've burned off my other nipple. I'm totally smooth. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like I'm some sort of Kendall. 
I don't like it. Well, I like the process. Uh, bitch witch. You almost make me miss the boring guy that over-explained everything. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you anything more so I don't explain it to you. Use your imagination. All right. Bitch witch, how would you like to move now? What is your what is your action? It's mostly the nipples. It's I don't know why they're only shooting me there. It's crazy. That's uh I, I'll just subconsciously aim straight for his non existent nipples now. How can you not? It's just if you hit me enough times they will become a negative nipple facing inwards. I rolled an 18 and a 10. Yeah. The 10 is... <laughs> you have missed. Katya, your move. Okie doke. Power blast. Five. Five hits. One! What the fuck?! <laughs> <laughs> what is it about uh, this guy? I don't know, I don't know. And as your power blast hits him, it blows off his navel. <laughs> he is now an innie. And as you He's look, as you lean down and squint at his navel, you see that behind it, there's a single red diode that is shining out of where his navel was. <laughs> I aim straight for his red Naval diode. Very well. Maybe that's for the, the diode. I will give you a plus one to hit. If you roll six or under. No. I rolled like a 13 and then I rolled a 20 on the floor. So he takes another swing at Troy and wildly misses. Troy, you're up. Just trying to think of what else I'm going to do. Uh, Fresca? Yes. Okay. Should I should I fresca at him and short him out? What new? What I mean, I, new... I'm thirsty. I just wanted a fresca. Oh, but... I, I'm giving it to you fresca. <laughs> okay. I mean, so... you could spray him with some too. Maybe it'll work. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's for after he's down, and you just want to like humiliate him with corn syrup or whatever. You know? um, <laughs> what have I done to you? I've done nothing to you. Uh, no, disassemble. I'll, I'll shoot him again. All right, let me try that. Maybe somebody will just, somebody's got to connect with this fool sooner or later. So, seven. Very well. Roll for damage. 1d20. 16. All right. There we go. Please, <laughs> Louise. <laughs> That does the trick, and William Timberduck is no more, and all that is left is his belly button. Gently playing, gently playing a Muzak version of Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber Alice. Yes. <laughs> so as you are standing triumphantly above your vanquished foes, humiliating them with fresca, <laughs> yeah, like spraying them with I pour my fresca on them. 
<laughs> Suck it! <laughs> While you are admiring the way that you are keeping the the villainous headquarters working perfectly fine, the far the door at the far end of the control chamber slams open. Oh, crap. Fuck. The door slams open and five golden robots stride in. Crap. And they Didn't look at you that? and they look at the pile of robot parts on the floor soaking in fresca. Then they look at you. Then they look back at the robot pile on the floor soaking in fresca. And the golden robot who was first to enter, his jaw drops, and he says, What did you do to William? <laughs> oh, no. And uh. now we switch our attention from that startling scene to the sky where our heroes, Mollusk Master and Blizzard, are hovering and smelling effluence. <laughs> What now, heroes? Can anybody build a giant fan? Just have this shit hitting the fan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That would be... I mean, that would... <laughs> Normally, that's the sort of thing people try and avoid. That's where the, that's where the saying comes from. <laughs> but how often do you get a chance like this? You know? <laughs> But yes, I mean, you do have your transmutation properties, uh, Mollus Master. You could spend several turns making a giant fan, and then you could yeah. have shit hit it. Um, I'm going to try to, I guess if you can transmute the, like, stuff going through the pipes, I can, like, freeze the pipes. Maybe I could carbonate it. I don't know. Ah, yeah, it? yeah, you could. Yeah. You know, I guess I've had a lot of uh, experience with different sodas since I've met Troy. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let, let's turn it to Fanta, and uh, I will, I will uh, freeze it. Okay. Um, well, I like this idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna freeze the pipes and. Uh, Hopefully that. I, mean, I don't know if I have to roll. I may have to roll first. Too. <laughs> that sounds like he's just he's reconsidering everything. <laughs> so, uh, Mollusk Master, you must roll two d eight. Blizzard, you will roll one d twelve. Um, I got eleven total. I got seven. So 12 cubic feet of methane turn into Fanta. Sorry, yes. Fresca. Yes, Fresca. And then seven of that turns into ice. And the remaining five cubic feet of Fresca simply flows onto where it was going. And that, that does, uh, that does uh, freeze up the, the outtake tubes for the, the methane Mm, all right. Okay. Cool. Okay. Well, that's amazing. We're gonna have to blow anything up at all. Great. Oh, um. Yeah, that's great. So now what? 
Well, there's the tower out in the yeah. ocean. And that's the interesting so, thing, because he's looking out there and he can't see it now. What? I can't see it? He can't see it. It's not there. Hmm. Like maybe it disappeared uh, beneath the waves. Let's let's go back and help y'all. So we'll give y'all some reinforcements. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I'm I'm for for the moment um, with drawing from that from that place. And what we'll do is we'll fall back, um, Troy and Bitwitch and I, and we'll we'll sort of try to meet in the middle. So we're just like running towards you, and then once we meet in the middle, we'll we'll portal to that second island. Okay. So Mollusk Master and Blizzard, you hear a shout from the turbine generator room, and you see your friends, the fellow heroes, Katya and Troy, booking it through the hole in the wall that was blown in it by the forklift, running across the open space of the old headquarters and behind them you can see the angry forms of five golden robots and Katya matches you matches you all in your minds links you directing you to flee directing you to the portal that Troy has generated shimmering in the middle of the compound. Now, Troy. Yes. You caught a glimpse of the island. <laughs> oh, there it is again. You can yep. see it's this one right here. Where on that island do you want to set your end point? Probably the smart thing to do would be to uh, get to the highest point. Does that sound like a smart thing to do? We could see everything? No? Yes. Oh, I think take no advice. It is only you. You don't have time to take advice. You must act from your gut. All right. Your heart. I will. Uh, I want the endpoint to be um, uh, at the most northern point, next to where it says Tund, right there. Right there. <laughs> right at the little <laughs> nodule, the little <laughs> node. Right, right, right there at that little node. Yes. There. Right. Uh, the writer by the apostrophe. Yes. <laughs> so, all of you tumble through the shimmering portal and it closes behind you as the golden men stumbles and reach for you and you stand now on a beautiful beach and the waves crashing against the sand and behind you is the forest and the hills of an of a beautiful Bahama Bahamis island, and in front of you, you can see the the island. You can see the twin mountains of the main island, 
And a little ways down the beach, there's a man carrying a fishing rod. And he waves. It's 11 o'clock. We are ready. That's that's where we'll leave it. Wow. We're done here. We met, uh, we met Jimmy Buffett. What a cliffhanger. I have no idea why he's doing that. Anyway, the bad role models are GM Matthew Bay, Kim Hill as Katya, Jamie Manus as Troy, Freddie Mercenary as Switch, Nikki Drayden as Blizzard, and me, S.G. Wilson, as Mollusk Master. Hopefully I can get this out before he... Oh! goes on again. Anyway, in the shameless self-promotion department, you should check out some other podcasts that some of us are involved in. One is the comedy podcast, This Week in the Multiverse. One is the fishing podcast, Lashcast Podcast. And Nikki Drayden writes books. You can learn more about it at NikkiDrayden.com. And I write some too. But I just got to get through this so I can help this bird. Uh, Stay tuned for our next step coming soon. Don't want to miss it, otherwise stay bad, like my bird, and keep on rolling!